How are we doing, fantasy football fans? Welcome to the season debut of the 4th and Inches podcast. I am your host and the owner of the Golden Tate Warriors, Adam Plumstead. And joined with me is my co-host. He is the commissioner of the league. He is the owner of the Mangrove Snappers. Coming to you live from Matt Lachey, Florida, it is the one, the only, Captain Lander Martin. How are we doing, sir? Good evening, football fans. It's great to be here with you tonight. I can't tell you how great I'm doing. It's so much fun. I'm so glad. I love football season. We're right in the smack dab middle of it. It's going so fast, and it's great to be with you here tonight, Adam, and talking about this great league we have. What you got going? Oh, we got. Uh, we we're gonna start right off with the week four recap. Starting off with our amazing game of the week between the Mangrove Snappers and Dan's Demons. This was a shootout, Lander. I cannot. I had no expectations. I thought you were going to coast to victory in this one, but 150 to 133.3. Both of you benefited from an explosive Thursday night football with Brandon Cooks getting 18 for your team and Captain Kirk Cousins with 30 and Cooper Cup with 28. Lander, walk me through this win with from you. Well, I'll tell you this. After Thursday night, I couldn't believe it. I was still scheduled to win, but I was way behind, and I did not creep ahead until Monday night. And, of course, by that time, I was well asleep. So, in reality, I didn't know I won or was not ahead until Tuesday morning. But it was it was great uh, to score 150 points. Is fun. All right, so big win for the Mangrove Snappers as they move to three and one. Our biggest upset of Week Four was no other than Bill's very bad boys getting his second win of the year against the Pussycast defending league champion Melinda. That's got to be a tough one down uh, down in the Florida household, Uncle Marty. It looks like Melinda. Very, very much underperformed with her team. Uh, I mean, what what can you say about this game? It was not a happy Sunday around here, I'll tell you that. Uh, the Pussycats take it hard, and, uh, you know, she was a nine-point favorite and lost by 30. It, it was not a good weekend, but a big, big turnout by the bad boys. Oh, yeah. Other than Saquon Barkley and Philip Lindsay, no player for the Pussycats got in double digits. That's got to hurt. All right. And, you know, a couple notes from week four. Dano was uh, the biggest overachiever. He had he had 44 more points than what he was projected to do. I'm scared to face him in week five. And our biggest underachievers were, were the Pussycats. They underperformed by 40 points and swaggy p once again did not pick up a win he underachieved by 35 points all right tough to win when you come in 35 to 40 points below your predicted score and i feel for uh dan's demons because he was 44 points over predicted and still lost that's a tough beat that's a tough beat all right we're look looking at our standings after four weeks at the top is no other than Dirty Landry sitting at 4 and 0 with 470 points for tied for second place we have the Midwest Express Cousin Eddie at 3 and 1 and Lander Martin's very own Mangrove Snappers both at sitting at 3 and 1 looking prime for another playoff run Uncle Marty and we got four or five teams at oh 
Yeah, yeah, six teams, excuse me, I can't count. At two and two with myself in that group, along with the defending champ, Pussycats, and we got two teams at one and three, uh, Beans and uh, Aunt Cynthia, she is at one and three, and sitting at the bottom, unfortunately, is Swaggy P with 470 points against. That is tough, Uncle Marty. Do you have any thoughts about the standing so far? I sure do, I sure do, uh Dirty Laundry certainly put Dirty Landry, I'm sorry, certainly put up a lot of points, but he also has uh points against that's uh oh, that's virtually nothing. So of course he's going to win. I would say the next Midwest Express has scored a lot of points too, but actually has the lowest points against. So they'll have to continue to score a lot of points going forward, I think, to win. On the other side of it, Swaggy P, you got to feel for him. He's given up 470 points. Tough to win when you do that. He only has scored 350. But here's how bad it gets. He got beat by one point in week one by a team that didn't even know the season had started yet. He got beat by one point. So it's been kind of a uh, kick-me-when-I'm-down season on old Swaggy PP. But I'm sure he'll uh, spring back and uh, be ready to go going forward. You know, going up against Dan's team next week, I'm a little nervous about it. Um, so we'll go right into it. Week five, we got ourselves a pretty nice matchup here. Two heavyweights. We got Dirty Landry at four and zero going up against the Mangrove Snappers at three and one. Martin, right now, your team's a three point underdog against Ryan's team. What do you think about this matchup? Huge, huge game. It could. Uh, it's for the lead. I mean, will Dirty Landry stay in the lead? And it'll be a big one if he goes to 5-0. and It'll make me right down to, who knows, I could be right back in the middle of the pack. So it's a huge game. I'm sure we'll go down to the to Monday night in the last snap. Oh, yeah, this might be Ryan's first true test against a high-scoring team to get those points against up a little bit. All right, Martin, another game that really caught my eye is uh, John's team, Helmet to Helmet Contact, sitting at 2-2, two two, going up against Swaggy P at 0-4. Right now, John is less than a one-point favor in this game. Uh, you and I were talking a little bit earlier about uh, something unique about John's team. Uh, can you touch up on that for the people? Well, I'll tell you this. He's had the second most points against, and he's the fourth-highest scoring team. That's got to show good signs for the future. As I also look at this game, uh, coming up against Saggy Peepy, he, uh, John does not have one player in there, so he may end up being favored by a little bit more than that if he notices that he's got to put a guy in there. But, uh, either way, it's a great opportunity for Swaggy P to get his first win. Gonna be close. Anything can happen. And John's got the, uh, very weak quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, going against a nasty Lions defense that I think is going to come after him a little bit. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I like all these matchups across the board. I think uh, John's got the advantage in the wide receivers. Dad's got the uh, advantage in the running backs, and they're kind of split down the middle with everything else. Uh, I'm 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 definitely looking forward to paying close attention to this game uh, this week. What a neat little deal too. We've got uh, helmet contact as uh, Mr. Rogers as the quarterback, Swaggy P as Mr. Stafford as the quarterback, and the Packers and Lions are playing this weekend. And even better news, check my local listing. 
I'm going to get it on local TV, so I'll get to watch the Lions. I sure hope it's worth watching. Oh, same here. Battle of two NSC North teams that are still trying to find their identity. I can't wait to watch it. All who right, you, ladies. Who do you think's going to win the Army game this weekend, Adam? Uh, who are they playing? They've got a bye. <laughs> well, Army's obviously going to win that one. Go Army. Go, Go Army. Go Army. Uh, they they've been looking really good this year. You know, Duke I think is a top twenty, a really solid top twenty five team, and obviously Oklahoma. They played them right down the wire. I was so excited. Gained those I updates. wish I could have seen that game. I wish I could have seen this Buffalo game. I uh, I'm excited as can be, and had booked tickets to be there in person for got- the game at Mikey Stadium on October twentieth against. Miami of Ohio. Oh boy, oh boy, some of that action. Well, uh, breaking news: Ryan, Ben, and I are in talks to go up there November third against Air Force Academy. So, oh my gosh, that would be a fantastic trip. I I hope you get to do that. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That is our season debut of the Fourth and Inches Fantasy Football Podcast. For your host, Adam Plumstead, and the co-host, Captain Lander Martin, we hope to see you next week. All right, have a good one. We're done. Bye, everyone.
Kentucky home, old Kentucky home far away. Sing one song for my old Kentucky home.